We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now we're in a transition a little bit. Mullen Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Mark Grody has been in for Mully today. Thank you, Mark Grody, for getting up this early and being as engaged as you were, even though your ideas at times might have been a little bit outlandish. We appreciate you getting up and offering them. I think everybody was agreeing I think with you're right. my ideas today, I actually. Right. I think, I think I, I got back up. I know. I think you did. I'm sorry. I, I legitimately did not expect, especially the Kansas City radio guy, to be like, oh, yeah, we talk about Matt Nagy succeeding Andy Reid all the time. Yeah, that was okay. uh, well done by you. Thank you. Thank you very much for You were welcome. It was my pleasure, David. Thank you to everyone for calling and texting. Most of all, thank you for listening. And thank you to our executive producer, Dustin Rhodes. It's a darkness retreat. (laughs) Yes. Although it's bright in here. Somebody turn on the lights. Yeah. Have we had the lights off all morning long? Yeah, you guys do this every day. Okay. Every day I I usually come in here. Lawrence comes in and turns on the the, the surgery Turns on the lights. All right. That must be the, what happened because I felt like we were in a little bit of darkness. Yeah. I, I was doing the mood lighting for Grody because he likes the silent meditation during breaks. I do. I do. I'm a silent retreat guy. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done anything like the way Aaron Rodgers was talking. Like, it sounds like when we watch movies and somebody's thrown in the hole. Yes. Like, he, he just wants darkness. Yes. It does sound like solitary confinement. Yeah, solitary confinement. Of- and usually that's not a good thing. No, yeah. it's not a good thing. It's we a can... sentence more than uh, something you would prefer. Thank you to Brandon Fryer. Yeah, I want to hear you say <laughs> it, Brian, big fella, Brian. Listen, big fella. I, I, I want to hear you say it, Brian. Me personally, I'm going to take myself. I'm going to take myself <laughs> against anybody that's ever played this game. Hmm. LeBron James, after breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record last night, Shaquille O'Neal asking him the question. Now it's time. For Dan Bernstein and Lawrence Holmes. Hey, guys. Hey. That had a real Ricky Henderson feel to it. You know, today I am the greatest. Because when else are you going to be able to say that? When else are you going to be able to say that? Why not Why take not? that opportunity to yeah. to say that? When you pass the, the legend, some people, the person who always gets seemingly not talked about when we have the GOAT conversation, Kareem, and you pass him on the points thing, and it's good for him. He walked in looking like John Wick. Did you see his outfit? Man, there is some NBA stuff going on with that. There is some haute couture chances being taken. Those Kyle Kuzma coats. The inflatable ones? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. The one where he looks like Missy Elliott? And the shoes. Did you see the shoes? The red shoes last night? Hey, if they want to be, if everything's going to be like the Met Gala. I guess. Go ahead. You want to try some of that out? That's all right. Get your freak on. You know it. Kind of an odd look, though. Which that's the song I, they used but, in in the LeBron Hummer commercial. Yeah, with, yes. the, with, with the, the, the crab, the crab yeah. dribble. Oh yeah. Did did yes. anything about the LeBron celebration bother you? I was fine with it. It is his time. It was ten minutes long. Well, that was a little long, and it certainly killed their vibe because they lost that game. 
and he scored two more points the rest of the game. You think 10 minutes is long for a guy who just got the NBA scoring yeah. record? I don't think that's long. No, I, I, I don't. It's, it's, it's just kind of an odd, like, where it's placed because it's not like he did it before the half and then you have, like, an extended halftime. I felt like, like they, they took 10 minutes because they didn't want to have it any shorter because they wanted to justify Kareem being there. They didn't want to get him mad. Like Cream didn't want, they didn't want to get Cream mad. Kareem because, probably left right after I, exactly. that. Exactly. Like, Drag my old ass to a basketball game. I don't want to be here. I want to be home reading. <laughs> I, I was, I thought that was interesting though, because, and I, maybe I was just projecting on LeBron, but it looked like he was kind of holding back in the hug a little bit. Like he, just because of the critiques yeah. that Kareem has placed on LeBron. K- Kareem has asked LeBron to be more responsible about a lot of things socially. And I think that he's a very worthy critic because of some of the things that that he has seen and gone through. So I, I understand that. And maybe that is the case. I just don't think that those guys had a relationship. They don't. Wasn't that the, the, the quote when asked about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? LeBron James said, we don't have a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> They're only connected by the record. This isn't like even people don't think that LeBron and MJ have a relationship, but they do. So if if this were him passing MJ and MJ's there, it's very different. A lot more warmth. Yeah. And strangely enough, we've been seeing in in the 75 with the All-Star game last year, we saw like warm Michael. You know, like yeah. it, it was strange coming after Luka Doncic. Yeah, so you're, like, oh, you're awesome, dude. Yeah, it was so weird to see like Just, smiling, yes. happy, magnanimous Michael Jordan exactly. instead of him yelling, "I'll whoop your ass right now." You know, like what we usually see from that's him, the, Jeff. That's like like the next part that from that I want from Jordan is that whole, where he really. Just tells everything. Like he has a moment of humility where he can sit down with somebody on the radio, preferably here, and just re- <laughs> really be real and tell the stories that we actually want to know. Well, th- this wasn't the plan, but my my shirt is Allen Iverson and with the crossover oh. over Jordan. And I feel like blasphemy. Alan, I feel like Allen Iverson has really embraced his OG status. Like he's the guy that's out there talking to young players and is like you're great and here's how you can be better he's been telling Ja Morant stop falling on the floor because the floor doesn't give and you don't need to do that you're going to shorten your career if you keep falling on the floor and when Iverson shows up to stuff he's happy to be there and people are happy to see him I love and that's why like it was the, the best thing for me for the all-star game last year to see Michael like that like to see him be appreciative and feeling like surrounded by love and stuff and him getting his flowers and appreciating. But didn't it. we get Jordan's version of history in the last dance? Yeah, but even that was still like he had his hackles up and like they they had to get him full of bourbon yes. just to, just to get him. <laughs> yes. But that was just his to choice so he controlled him. he controlled that perception. He did have the last say on the last dance. Right. So he he that was intentional i think what you're saying is you'd like his his intentional his intentions to be more warm yeah yeah i i mean i think that that because of his status like it means a lot it meant a lot to luca that he sought him mm-hmm. out it meant a lot it means a lot to lebron when he gets a stamp of approval from michael jordan and that's what i mean about allen iverson like ai gets that he has to 
that the he people respect him in a way where he should offer his stamp of approval. Um, but but speaking of of MJ and some of his enemies, what the hell are the Phoenix Suns doing? Did you guys see this? You know who the Phoenix Suns hired? Isaiah Thomas. Oh, no. I didn't no. see that. To do what? Oh, no. I don't know, but he's the figurative poster child for workplace harassment. Wait. They just got a new yes. governor. New owner. New and, owner. And this owner. Yeah, Ishbia. Yeah. This, this owner and Isaiah, like, they have other business dealings, and he apparently is going to play a role inside that organization. They just created a situation for themselves by having a toxic environment, which made this sale necessary. Yes. Now they're hiring a guy who is not employed by a team because of the way that he handled himself in the workplace? Correct. Isn't there some kind of equivalent like show cause arrangement for something like this where the NBA can just say, mm-mm-mm? Well, you would think Adam Silver would have some sort of checks hey. and balance system in place. I I, th- I brought up Adam Silver yesterday talking about the incident between John Morant's buddies and the, the pa- part of the Pacers traveling party and all that. And, man, I, I will tell you, had that happened on David Stern's watch, people would be on a plane to New York or, for a meeting. Or, Come see me. Or would have been handled more immediately. It, it, but it would or have been. more obviously. That, that is, a per- personally, would have said, we're not screwing around with this. Yeah. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And I, I know times have changed, and I know that this isn't a, a, a monarchy like the way it used to be where a commissioner could do things like this, and, the, and then the players, as unionized and beyond, have a lot more power but I still think that a commissioner has some responsibilities. I think the in that commissioner has an obligation to do something like that because John Morant is the future face of the league. And also, it's not just helping the league. You're helping a young athlete who, Stay safe. <laughs> who, who yeah. is clearly making some judgments that show immaturity. Yeah, and, and, like, and the thing about it is like Ja has got a lot of capital built up because he's, he's an explosive player. People really like the way that he interacts with his daughter like him and his daughter are super cute i was watching them pregame yesterday where his his daughter must be like three years old and she like passed him the ball and then he dunked it and then he ran off and she's just like going crazy so there's some capital built up there where he's obviously like a very likable star and he's got the potential to be a megastar from the way that he plays you don't want to derail any of that with stupidity. Have you seen the eight mile meme? Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's it's pretty on the nose, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so they, like you went to a private school. Your, your real name's Clarence, and it's like, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it's it's cutting from the actual jaw stuff. It was there. good last night. Here here's really the uh, the 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 tweet from Mark Stein. My podcast partner Chris Haynes just reported on TNT the new Suns owner Matt Ishbia is hiring Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas to have, quote, a prominent role oh my God. in the Suns' front office in collaboration with James Jones. I, I can't understand that. I, I don't know if that's tone deaf. I don't know if that's cronyism. I don't know if that's both of those. But I just don't understand that. I mean, think about the the women who have been inside the Suns organization that have, quite honestly, even through the sale, have still been fighting to be heard because they haven't felt like like there are people that probably still need to go from I, from from that front office, and then it's here's Isaiah Thomas. It isn't just that; it's also most of his business dealings end up in disaster. Everything he touches fails. 
that I, I was I was involved. I'm mean, not directly involved, but tangentially involved when he made the deal to take over the Continental Basketball oh Association. It, it folded, right? Well, and yeah, and, and he lied to everybody. Yeah. He lied to everybody. He, he he snowed all these these mid market fans with his megawatt smile <laughs> and made all these promises and said, "Hey, people could have lunch business meetings with Isaiah Thomas," and, and he scuttled the league. Straight up con man. That's an odd first move. <laughs> well, so what do they actually think his value would be with the organization at this point? Well, that's the other part of this. Like you're inviting someone in that's had problems you know, uh, creating. A, a good work environment, and on top of it, you hear some of his basketball opinions. He's behind the times in the game, and honestly, means. James yeah. Jones has done a good job. I'm not sure that he needs some. He 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 doesn't need Isaiah Thomas like looking. He's over behind his the times, but he's also a very smooth communicator. No, that's and, what I mean. He's a so, con man. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely making sure that he he puts things in the in the most po- positive light possible even though it's seems like a, a a big reach that's that's uh that's discouraging actually. yeah apparently very... their their ties go back to detroit that the okay. the ishbia brothers are from detroit because michigan his, state right he's a michigan yes. state guy and and the, his brother the matt ishbia's brother is the guy who has been involved here in was it Winnetka with the dispute over the beachfront property? Okay, where there's been a dispute with the the, the city government about uh, I don't know exactly the, the the terms of the dispute, but he's been involved there in in what can be built or or done with some of the beachfront up north. What else? Uh, what are you guys dealing with today? What have you? <laughs> We're uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Bulls last night and. Uh, and a player on this team that is just—he's going to be. Watch that. Ah, now you broke a microphone. Guys, how will you handle that microphone? No. <laughs> but Patrick Williams is just incredibly frustrating and, and remains so, oh. and it was in evidence last night. So we're going to discuss that. Uh, Billy Donovan had some thoughts on Nikola Vucevic. I found it, uh, it was certainly eyebrow raising when Demar wasn't there yes. last night. I think, oh well, maybe they're saying, "Hey, we're we're, we're we've got you involved in some." I wondered the same proposals. Thing. It was the first thing I thought, and thinking, well, maybe they're just being extra careful. But I don't know. Uh, Adam Hogue at ten forty, Kevin Harlan at eleven, Mike Florio eleven twenty five, High Noon eleven forty five, Kalen Kaler will talk football twelve twenty five, and. The win projections, the projected standings via Fangraph's zips are out for the American League. Not mm. good, folks. Not great. Mm. Have a great show. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.